The AI Today podcast, produced by Cognolytica, cuts through the hype and noise to identify what is really happening now in the world of artificial intelligence. Learn about emerging AI trends, technologies, and use cases from Cognolytica analysts and guest experts. Hello and welcome to the AI Today podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Walsh. And I'm your host, Ron Schmelzer. And, you know, thank you again for joining us here on the AI Today podcast. We are really focused on helping you, our listeners, who are trying to run and manage AI projects, do so successfully. And here on the AI Today podcast, we really focus on highlighting those innovations, bringing in those insights. Sometimes we have interviews and sometimes we like to share some of the work that we are doing and bringing insights into running and managing AI projects successfully. Exactly. So if you haven't done so already, subscribe to AI Today so you can get notified of all of our upcoming episodes. But on today's podcast, we wanted to spend time digging into the critical AI and data skills that project managers need. Oftentimes we're asked, uh, you know, different skill sets that people either need or they want to gain. And so we wanted to spend some time on today's podcast going over that. Yeah, and I think it's a really good point place to start because people who are running and managing projects have been doing so perhaps for many years, you know, doing so with uh, traditional project management skills, which are a great foundation if you're trying to run projects of any type, you know, web projects, application development projects, even typical, you know, analytics projects, or maybe even non-technical projects, running a marketing campaign or building a, a building, a skyscraper. And these general project management skills are a good way to have a general approach for managing schedules and resources and the people needed to meet those organizational goals. And yeah, they, they do provide more detail, right, Kathleen, when you're looking at generic project management approaches? Yeah. So for general project management approaches, you know, especially dealing with non-technology specific project management concerns, you're going to need things like project integration management, project scope. That's incredibly important, gets talked about a lot for, I think, just about all projects. If you're a project manager, I think you feel project scope at your core. Also, time management. That's very important, especially, you know, for large projects, you want to make sure that it stays on time. And for short projects, you do as well. Also, cost management and resource management, communication management, for sure, and also procurement. Yeah. The thing about these approaches is that they're great for generic project management. You don't want to throw those away. However, what people realize is that these AI and data projects they have their unique challenges. We talk all the time about this high rate of failure for AI projects. 70, 80% of AI projects that get started either never complete or complete to a point where they are not meeting the objectives and they fail and they have to be canceled. It's a lot of time and resources wasted, but also some potential big risks because Failed AI projects could mean lawsuits. They could mean getting into trouble with authorities. They can mean trust that you've eroded with your customers. So we can't just take these general project management approaches that aren't specific for AI and data. We need to add more to it. Think of it as like the base of our soup. Let's add some more ingredients that are more specific for AI and data projects, right? Exactly. Ron likes to talk about stone soup a lot. So, you know, I just don't want to be eating stones. Give me some good veggies in there, maybe some meat. So when we're going beyond that general project management, we're thinking specifically for AI and data projects. Well, 
AI, we know that data is the heart of AI projects. So when we are talking AI projects, we know that we need to be driven by data and also model life cycles as well. And they're constantly changing. So that's important to note that, you know, your data can constantly change, your models are going to constantly change. And so if that's the nature of these projects, then that's going to require AI project managers to really be adept in data-specific methods that will adjust to these evolving requirements and also that will maintain flexibility in project approaches. Yeah, and one of the things that we we have been saying for a long time about AI projects is they're never a set-it-and-forget-it thing. And that might not have been that, say, obvious or evident maybe a year or two ago when people were running these AI projects that did require a lot of data collection and gathering and model development and iteration, all that sort of stuff. And maybe you thought, okay, well, when the model is out, you know, if it's detecting an image, then I guess it's kind of done. I don't need to do anything. And people say, well, why do I need to constantly iterate? Well, generative AI now shows you why, because what works today might most likely not work tomorrow. Even the very same model using the same, in the case of generative AI, prompts might give you completely different results. And I'm not talking about acceptable results that are probabilistic. I might mean unacceptable results that might have been acceptable before. And this is actually the case with all AI projects. You might say, well, this is just a generative AI thing. And and we will tell you that, no, it is the case with all AI projects that we are dealing with data drift and model drift and many other factors because AI projects are really data projects. Think of a spreadsheet if you all of a sudden start changing the not just the data, but just, hey, let's introduce some new columns and let's change the rows and let's change... Things are going to be a little uh, unpredictable, right? So (laughs) you need to really focus on this idea of data resilience to change. And that's a key for AI project managers to really thrive in this dynamic environment, right? But there's more to it than just the data and the constant change of AI projects. Exactly. So, you know, we always say that if you are going to be spending all this money, time and resources on your AI projects, you want people to actually use them. What's come into conversations, I want to say within the past year specifically, is this idea of trustworthiness. And it really has become a core part of AI projects. It's no longer a nice to have. It really is becoming a requirement. So trustworthiness, including aspects of ethical and responsible use, really are core to AI projects. And this is different because I think that Before, people weren't thinking about this. They were like, well, it's nice to have, but we just want to see what's possible. We just want to move forward. We want to see if we can even do this. And now if you want people to use your AI systems, they really do need to trust that. And this is unlike most other projects. You know, if you're building a website, I don't think trustworthiness needs to come into play. If I'm like, you know, a restaurant and I put my menu and my website with my hours and whatever up there, or even if you're building, you know, a mobile app. So, or game, you know, so trustworthiness really is a core part of AI projects. And that's also something that makes AI projects unique from other projects. Right. Because as a project manager, you now are responsible for the trustworthiness of your AI application. And of course, in the new legal and regulatory environment, there may be some penalties. 
So what are some of the skills that you need? Okay, you're, you, now you sort of maybe buy into this picture that, okay, I need more than just my generic general project manager. I need more. So what do I need? Well, there's a couple of things you're going to need. The first thing you need is you do need some foundational understanding of data and the data life cycle and the various approaches to managing data. Mainly, this is because, as we say, data is at the heart of AI. AI is fundamentally all about generating learnings, one of the core aspects of AI and the pieces that make AI work is machine learning. And machine learning is powered by trying to do inference on data. And that means you need to train the system with data. So it's all about the data. It's not about the code. So you need to have, as a project manager, you need to have some knowledge, some skills that are focused on the methods and approaches for dealing with data, especially in these environments of uncertainty and dealing with constantly changing data and model life cycles because these systems are so sensitive uh, to the data. Now, you don't need to have the, a lot of the technical skills. People ask us all the time as a project manager, you know, how deep do I need to go? And the answer is you really just need to be uh, at that level of understanding, which is, you know, AI project managers really focused on dealing with the complexities of data and managing the highly iterative and constantly changing requirements to allow you to deliver what you want to deliver be successful while being flexible. So there's a lot of high-level things you might need to understand about data sources and preparation management methods, data quality management, things like that. And having that knowledge is, under, is in, in, important because you're going to be managing these teams. And if you don't have that knowledge, your projects can quickly uh, go off the rails, right? Yeah, for sure. And I mean, if you work at an organization of just about any size. You know how much data you have and that your data will only continue to grow. So having that, you know, uh, understanding really is critical. Also, you need to make sure that you're understanding AI approaches. And this, again, can be at a high level, but you really need to know aspects of model development, including the sorts of machine learning approaches uh, and the needs for model evaluation and testing, and also approaches to model operationalization. So when you're actually using the model in the real world, and also some specific needs around data engineering. We talk also about, you know, AI approaches. Part of that is trustworthy AI. And so you need to understand the different layers that make up trustworthy AI and their applications. We have podcasts where we talk about that and we'll link to it in the show notes as well. We also have our trustworthy AI framework and I encourage you to check that out. We also have a certification that we'll link to in the show notes if you'd like to dive even deeper into this. And it really, you know, it really is critical. I mean, we can't stress this enough, especially in recent months, because people don't trust your system. You know, Ron said, you could be on the wrong side of the news. You don't want to be on the wrong side of the news. You also don't want to be in a lawsuit because it your system didn't work the way that you expected it to. And you also need to have answers to some critical questions when you are using AI. And that's what this trustworthy AI and the framework helps you with. Generative AI, it's a big theme. We talk about it often. But you need to know when to use generative AI pro approaches, maybe when it shouldn't be used, and also the trade-offs, right? With any technology, it's a tool. So you have to understand that there's lots of opportunities and it's gonna it's gonna be really positive in some ways, but there are trade-offs and there can be some challenges as well. You need to have a, a good general understanding of when to use generative AI. Yeah. And of course, we mentioned this a few times, but AI projects do move fast. And so really, a, your focus as a project manager is to move towards short iterations for a few reasons. One, because 
as mentioned, these systems might work today, might not work tomorrow. So having a faraway tomorrow is never a good idea. Uh, also, just because the field of AI is just rapidly evolving, there's new stuff coming out all the time. The models, especially if we're using other people's models, foundational models, their capabilities are rapidly emerging. If you're using, say, something like a, a publicly available generative AI model, like a ChatGPT or a BARD, and you're using it either directly or querying it through an API, you have to be on that ball because uh, you can't guarantee what will happen a month or two from now, let alone tomorrow. So it's it's a it's a difficult proposition. So what you need as a skill as a data and AI specific project manager is an approach to delivering successful AI projects in the face of constant rapid change and iteration. Yes, exactly. So if you've listened to our podcast, you know that we are big advocates of CPM AI, the AI project management methodology, because it really helps you run and manage AI projects successfully. AI projects need AI-specific project methodology. We talk about that a lot because if these are data projects, you're not going to run them like uh, you know software development projects. So you really do need to have that AI and data-centric methodology, step-by-step approach for running these projects. Yeah. And this approach is fairly logical. If you look at it, you might be like, well, this is pretty clear. You need to start with an understanding of the problem you're trying to solve. That's the business understanding. Then we need to move towards, do we have the data and what is the data that we need to address that problem? And from there, we can say, let's prepare that data to meet those needs with the set of data that I have. And then, of course, then I can build or use or leverage a model that may support it with the data I have. And then, then I can go to the next phase, which is evaluating that model to see if it actually works against the real world and then get that model into operation, get that into the operational environment. Those are the six phases at a very high level of CPMAI. And of course, we do go into much greater detail. And we do have a free intro course to CPMAI. If you go to aitoday.live slash CPMAI, you can learn in more detail about intro to CPM about CPMAI at that intro level. Of course, the full explanation is in our training and our certification. Then you can not only learn about these things, but how to actually apply it and use it. And of course, we give you a workbook and all the tools that you need to apply CPMAI to your projects. But it's basically leverages decades of real-world methodology experience. People have been running big data projects for a while, although AI projects are a nuance to it. That's why the older approaches had to have been modified. And it really provides this iterative step-by-step approach to managing AI projects, of which trustworthy AI is also a core part. And that's what differentiates this. Of course, all the nuances are well, what do I, what, how do I know that my business problem is an AI problem? How do I know where, where my data is that can solve it? That's the nuances of the methodology. But the core of all this is not is being successful with AI. And that means not just running your projects, but doing so in a way that protects you from some of the challenges. Exactly. And so if you'd like to learn more about that, you can go to aitoday.live slash CPMAI. We have a free intro course for you, our AI Today listeners, and you can learn more about CPMAI there as well. So when we're thinking about AI and, you know, AI project management, we also need to talk about the unique teams that make up AI projects and the communication needs that AI project managers are going to have to have. So when we're thinking about AI, uh, you know, teams, you're going to be managing really highly 
diverse teams, especially with the roles that they have. So you need to manage AI and ML engineering teams, data engineering, preparation, data preparation teams, also operational and IT organization teams, and maybe even some aspects of corporate risk and legal as well that you'll need to be talking to. So it's important to understand you're going to have to talk to diverse teams and you're going to have to talk in their language. Technical teams don't always talk the same way as legal teams, don't always talk the way as business teams. So you need to be able to kind of translate and talk appropriately to each team so that they understand what's going on. We have had, uh, you know, talks with different clients that we work with at very large organizations. And sometimes they get stuck, their projects get stuck because one team doesn't know how to talk to another team. So if they need to, you know, if the business team is talking to a technical team and they need to get data, for example, if they don't use the exact right words and explain it in a way that that other team understands, projects can get stuck. And that is not something that you want when we're talking about, you know, timelines. We want this project to be successful. And you, uh, if data is the heart of AI, you're going to need that. So it really is critical to understand how to manage and talk to all these different teams. Yeah, and we're going to be actually be preparing more content for you, both in on our podcast as well as in our CPMAI site, uh, the Cognolytica site, and our for our training folks on this aspect of communication because it's really people aren't really spending a lot of time talking about it. So definitely stay subscribed, stay tuned, especially if you're running and managing AI projects either for yourself or for clients, and you want to not get stuck. As you know, when you're running projects for yourself or for your clients, you know that scope is incredibly important. People want to do a lot, sometimes with not a lot of time, money, or people. And so you have to manage the scope, right? And this is incredibly important with AI because AI projects very frequently go off the rails uh, when they are not aligned, when the scope does not align with the data that you have, with the AI capabilities that you have, with the quality of data that you have. You might have thought you had a two-week project, but now you want to clean up petabytes of data or do some data labeling project. That's going to blow up your schedule very, very quickly. Uh, you might have a project that assumed something that was going to be done with some generative AI thing, but you didn't realize that now you need to do like 100 iterations just to get there. You thought it was going to be easy and it wasn't. So managing scope is incredibly important and especially doing it in the, with fast paced iterations. So the mantra as always with uh, Cognolytica and with the CPMA, CPMAI methodology is think big. That's great, but start small and iterate often. So if you can do that, you could still have a big plan in mind, but how can we divide these into smaller iterations that can be successful? Because the easiest way to succeed is what? Not to fail. <laughs> and you can avoid failure by chopping things up into smaller pieces. Or at least if you do fail, the price of failure is so low, you're like, well, we're going to do another iteration tomorrow or next week or in the next hour. So that's okay. Learning quickly is good. Exactly. And, you know, we had talked about you're managing these highly diverse teams with roles. So that means, you know, we, we had said you're going to have to communicate across boundaries. So effective AI project managers really do excel in this cross-organizational communication. And, you know, that's what is so unique about AI projects. And so you have to be skilled at bridging that gap. Otherwise, you're just not going to stay on time, within budget, on track, and all of the stakeholders need to remain informed and involved. 
So it really is, uh, you know, very, very critical that you know how to effectively communicate. Another skill that you're going to need is critical thinking, especially for complex challenges. So successful AI project managers really have to exhibit strong critical thinking skills because they need to navigate the intricate web of AI and data challenges and then the varying trade-offs in approaches. So we always, you know, we we push critical thinking because people are moving fast these days and we get it and there's a lot of pressure. Maybe you're doing a lot and you don't have a lot of resources, uh, you know, and there's a lot of time constraints. But critical thinking really is so important, especially for AI projects. So you need to stop, take a step back sometimes maybe, and really do that thinking. Because if you want your project to be successful, you need to make sure that you're dealing with some of these complex challenges. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of great practical examples of these trade-offs. And I think that's where great project managers really can move their AI projects forward, you know, really successfully. For example, if you're doing, let's say, a computer vision task where you need to recognize some image, it might have been, let's say, a year ago where you would have had to have built some complex model and gathered all the data and done all the training thing to have it do this task or do some OCR thing. But now you have this GPT-4V vision thing. You can literally upload an image and say, tell me all the numbers and it'll do it. Now there's trade-offs, right? So your project that might've been months now can literally be hours long. But now what you're trading off is all that time you would have spent in complexity and cleaning up the data and building the model now needs to be checking whether or not the computer vision is correct because uh, generative AI models are very happy to give you confidently wrong answers. Are you going to be spending just as much time checking the generative AI solution as you would have been if you built your own model that has more predictable responses? This is where good project managers know how to solve that. There is no direct answer. The answer is it depends. So you need to really focus on being iterative in the face of this highly complex and dynamic world. And we know you can because we can help you get there and there are tools to help you be successful uh, with AI, right? Exactly. So, you know, it's important to understand AI, data, project management. It's a field that's constantly changing. It's going to have challenges and rewards. You need to at a high level, have these skills that we talked about to be successful. And you also need to embrace its complexity and technical nature while also applying AI-specific methodologies and approaches. Because if you don't, you know, we don't want you to be a failure statistic, right? You, that's why we talk about it a lot. It, there's varying numbers, but it's anywhere from 70 to 85 to 90% of AI projects fail. And we always say, why it doesn't need to be the case. Follow best practices, do step-by-step -step approaches, understand what AI is good at and what AI is not good at for you know applications. Don't do AI for AI's sake. We stress this all the time. Don't be convinced to do it because people are telling you to do it. Make sure that you're actually solving a real problem for your organization. Make sure that you're, you know, doing AI the right way so that you're not a failure. Be, we always say think big, start small, and iterate often. So have the big idea in mind, but then start small. Do it in this small, iterative uh, approach and follow best practices methodologies. So 
Again, we will link to CPMAI in the show notes. We'll also link to our free intro to CPMAI so that you can sign up for that. I know many of our listeners have, and we uh, you know, love when we see our listeners signing up. Also, make sure to subscribe to AI Today so you can get notified of all of our upcoming episodes. We really are going to be focusing on you know, best practices, how to be successful, areas where we've seen others fail. We've had an AI failure series that was very popular, so we're going to be revisiting that in 2024. So make sure to stay subscribed. And also, feel free to reach out. We love to hear from our listeners. You can find us on LinkedIn. You can go to Cognolytica.com or you can email us at info at Cognolytica.com. That's info at C-O-G-N-I-L-Y-T-I-C-A.com. Like this episode and want to hear more? With hundreds of episodes and over 3 million downloads, check out more AI Today podcasts at AIToday.live. Make sure to subscribe to AI Today if you haven't already on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Amazon, or your favorite podcast platform. Want to dive deeper and get resources to drive your AI efforts further? We've put together a carefully curated collection of resources and tools handcrafted for you, our listeners, to expand your knowledge, dive deeper into the world of AI, and provide you with the essential resources you need. Check it out at aitoday.live slash list. This sound recording and its contents are copyright by Cognolytica. All rights reserved. Music by Matsu Gravas. As always, thanks for listening to AI Today, and we'll catch you at the next podcast. Bye.